I'd like to say a special thanks to Avon for supporting this episode of Beauty Life Lessons. Avon has just launched their brand new Renewal Eye Cream, the perfect product to complement their top-rated and customer-favorite Renewal Power Serum. Powered by Avon's award-winning Protonol technology, this duo helps to restore years of collagen loss, boost collagen production, and delivers up to seven age-defying skin benefits in just seven days. To find out more and shop products now, speak to your Avon rep or shop directly online at avon.uk.com or on Amazon. Hello and welcome to this episode of Beauty Life Lessons from Grazia with me, Annie Vischer. Today's guest is the Mikita Oliver, one of Britain's best loved television and radio presenters and a bona fide style icon. She tells us how important body care is to her. Especially if you're like going to go near the sun, I feel like I've got to get rid of everything else to get it on like my fresh skin gets into her love of wellness exercise and especially skipping it's just about it's about bringing like community and culture and vibe and music to skipping and she talks us through her hair journey and so my weave was like crooked because i just like didn't want it so when i took that out five years ago and just plaited my hair like i did when i was a kid i was like oh my god Hello and welcome, Makita. How are you today? Really good. The sun's out. So today the sun was out and I had to train in the park and I was like, I'm actually really ready to go down to that park and train. Like I've been training in the rain and like the hail and the snow. So it's been nice to just be out in the sunshine today. I bet you feel so good. I've been stuck at my desk, so I'm not feeling the endorphins just yet, but they will come. (laughs) They will come. I just, I think it's like, well, training is such a, it's such a decision, isn't it? And I just, um, sometimes you're in the role of it and sometimes you're just not. And I'm in the role at the moment. I'm just really going with it. (laughs) Oh, you're so lucky. That's such a good place to be. But I think, I think it's because I'm, I'm just a very, I'm a very determined person. And when I have something that I a certain way I want to feel or something coming up and I want to look a certain way it's, it really is just like that mixture of the way you look and the way you feel and training just looks after both things so I just trust it yes you trust it and let's start with what is your take with beauty what's your whole beauty vibe like are you do you love a big beauty spree are you quite minimalistic about it What's your vibe as a whole? And I mean, I remember speaking to you um, during lockdown and I feel like you do a bit of DIY beauty, don't you? Yeah. Which lockdown did we talk? Oh gosh. Oh, it God. will have been one of the, f- I don't one know, but you'd made a mask, right? You'd made a mask. Lockdown got very DIY um, and actually really informed because um, my mum and I are stepping into the beauty world. It's funny, the things that you do years before in your life you don't know are about to inform what you're going to do later but actually I always kind of do know which is why everything I do I really like take really seriously and put everything into it because I just know that it might be something for later and actually that's really interesting you brought that up because that's when I started realizing that I could mix all the oils um that I that was like starting to like decrease like oh my god it was so scary lockdown when you were like oh my god what happens when my beauty products finish what am I going to do and now I just would never have that panic because we all experienced that and I really did just start making my own things and actually using avocado and eggs and olive oil and making beautiful hair masks and face masks um I don't do it as much now but uh I really started getting into facials I now have a facial once a month my makeup artist Natty told me I had to <laughs> and um and uh, you know with makeup I've I've been having makeup artists do my makeup since I was 15 years old so I've never a really learned how to do makeup <laughs> I can put a bit of makeup on my face but 
I'm so used to having my makeup done. I'm not really like mad into doing loads of makeup, but I really take care of my skin and I make sure I cleanse and tone twice a day. I just eek for my sins. Only in the last two years started using SPF which is just appalling. But I just thought that like the black in me would look after everything. <laughs> and then was told quite harshly by a lot of my cousins who are also mixed race, no. So that's been quite new, adding SPF. And also I just turned 39. So that's been a whole like, I just thought I would be young forever. And, and you know, always, I, to be fair, I felt older in my 20s than I do now. And maybe that's the, um, either the cruelness of life or the beauty of life. <laughs> I'm not sure. In what way? In what way? Tell me. Well, I said to my friend the other day, I said, I can't believe I have to get older. Like, I actually just can't, I can't believe it. You just think it only happens to other people. And my friend said, and I said, but I love everything I know now. And I love who I am now. And I'm like, God, the poor 25 year old in me who knew nothing about herself or was just still learning. I wish I could know all this then and still have my youth. And my friend said, you can't have everything. It's not how life works. You can't have everything. You can't have wisdom and experience and knowledge, you know, knowledge about yourself and be 23. You just can't. It's not how it works. <laughs> no, that's the that's the bargain we make <laughs> with <Yes>. life. <laughs> yeah, the bargain we make to live. Exactly. So yeah, I've been, I've been going through quite a lot of like transitional things, um, thoughts when it comes to the way I look, because my whole life, even though I was on telly, even though I've been on telly my whole life, the way I looked was never really like a big thing for me I don't know my it was always about my voice and the things I had to say so only in the lot in my like mid-30s I started training I lost a lot of weight and I you know just started like having a lot of fun with clothes and and only then did the way I look suddenly become a really big part of my job so it's all it's relatively weirdly after a 22-year career new to me (laughs) to to have to really think about like oh my god I'm gonna age on screen whoa that must be hard like do you know what I mean to be able to see yourself on screen 10 years previously and then see yourself 10 years later it's like it's a trip not everyone sees their aging in that way and that and they're growing older in that way absolutely and it's finding that different lens isn't it and seeing it as a real privilege a gift as my mom says it is a gift it is a privilege to age otherwise you're dead literally that simple exactly (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) and life is really good now you know the pandemic's over sorry you just talking about lockdown just really reminded me how awful 2020 was (laughs) I'm sorry to take you back there no it's important it's important we all remember because we all forget how awful it was and what we went through and it's like we really are on the other side of something and I think last year we all felt like we were a bit but this year we really are on the other side of something I totally agree so are we saying are we saying that your top piece of skincare advice is SPF. No, I would say my top uh, skincare advice is moisturize. I moisturize avidly, but I love moisturizing. I, you know, I was brought up with a black mum who just did not stop putting cocoa butter on my skin. So I've always known that your skin must be moisturized. And I, you know, I've gone out with boys. And I'm like, do you have any moisturizer? And they're like, what? I'm like, what is wrong with you? How can you not moisturize your skin? So for me, I use a lot of almond oil on my body. I like oils on my body, although it always messes up my clothes. <laughs> yeah, I use a lot of Elemis products. Um, they have really beautiful. Uh, Sunday Riley, absolutely love their, um, their that yellow moisturizer they have. Um, 
CEO Glow. Yes. Is that it? CEO Glow. I mean, it's just, I love, especially because me and mum are in this kind of world developing and thinking about the way we want to do things. I love the way it's sort of whipped and it's always, it always looks fresh and I love that it's yellow. So I think I'm quite visually drawn to products. I love packaging. I'm a sucker for packaging. (laughs) (laughs) I like really classic (laughs) packaging like Clarins, like Estee Lauder. It just looks luxe. Yeah, like number seven, like boots is so like, I love how classic number seven is. Like it feels really generational and like it would be in your nan's cupboard and then your mum's cupboard and then your cupboard. It really feels like it gets passed down through families and it feels like it's sort of like the backbone of the country. Like everyone's got number seven products. I always feel safe if I see number seven products in someone's house somewhere. Okay, you live in England. (laughs) You get it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And then you briefly touched on makeup and obviously I remember your T4 days and there was always a bit of gloss. What's your signature look now and what's the top piece of makeup advice you've come across? It's so funny that you said lip gloss because my Natty, my makeup artist that I was talking about, she recently just started putting gloss on me and I was like, I literally haven't done this since I was 24 on T4. And she was like, boys love it. And I was like, really? And she was like, boys love lip gloss. So we've been doing loads of lip gloss. <laughs> and I actually that. really, I've really got into lip gloss again. It reminded me of when I used to get like my lip gloss sticks from the body shop. It was like my first makeup experience. Um, but we do a lot of 90s supermodel looks. That's kind of our classic go-to. We do a lot of browns and pinks. And I really like a kind of brownie pink lip. We do a lot of sort of uh, contouring and I, you know, I like quite light makeup. Nat quite, sometimes wants to go quite heavy on the eyes. But I mean, we do makeup probably every day at the moment. So it's like, got to kind of have your classic look. And then sometimes you do something a bit more special. But I'm always happier with the more classic looks. <laughs> I'm not. My mum is like makeup queen. And like on Great British Menu. She your mum's statement like, lips. <laughs> Jesus, right? So good. But I think that's why I retreat, Annie. Because she's so like, oh, God. Here I am. And she loves eyeshadow. And her and her makeup artist, Kelly, do all these beautiful, incredible, like banging. I mean, what she does on Great British Menu has just been so, so incredible to watch. But me and Natty are a lot more subtle. (laughs) 90s supermodel. That's your vibe. I love it. Yeah. We like that. Like kind of Helena Christensen, Claudia Schiffer, Cindy Crawford. Yes, I'm there. And it's so huge right now. And then with body care, so you've spoken about oils and shea butter, and I'm I'm imagining that side of it comes into play with your body care, right? I feel body care so intertwined with self-care as well. I mean, the whole skincare side of things is, right? Oh my God. Actually, you're so right with body care being close to like where your mind's at, because I was going through a really awful time um, in 2021, and I got this scrub from my auntie who's like a sort of healer and it was like a body scrub with all this incredible eucalyptus and rose water and it was just it was a real invigorating but soothing scrub and the way you had to like kind of soothe it on was really to try and sort of heal your heart and heal your body and heal your mind and spirit and I so they were really interconnected and I have a dry skin brush which I love which I try and do before showers most nights and uh that I also do in that same way. I think it's a really soothing thing when I'm like stressed or going through in pain or going through stuff, the way I treat my body, including training, but when I am scrubbing it, it feels like you're kind of scrubbing all that pain away. So I really, 
I do love an exfoliator. Um, I use really nice um, hand and body scrub from um, Shea Moisture, which I get from, we have like these shops in Hackney called Pax, which are great. And they're just, they're full of loads of different brands that do like good, like kind of black owned brands and oils and scrubs and great conditioners. And um, so I use a lot of their products, but yeah, I like it. And I really like a um, exfoliating mitt. I have this thing called a net which is from, it's like a Ghanaian body kind of towel thing. And it's, but it's amazing because you, you can exfoliate, exfoliate, and then it just dries itself. They're called net. It's just called a net. And I love that. I've got about three of those. And it is like a really finely woven net, isn't it? I've mm. got one. Oh, right. Okay, you got yeah, one. Yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah, I really like that. I thought it was a really genius design. So you're big on exfoliation. I love big. that. Big on exposure, especially if you're like going to go near the sun. I feel like I've got to get rid of everything else to get it on like my fresh skin. It makes you feel so good. And there's something about, especially with dry body brushing, just the feel of it, especially if you're just doing really long strokes upwards to aid that lymphatic drainage. It's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, of course. That's what it does as well. That's why I feel so good. <laughs> yeah, that's why you feel so good. <laughs> that's why I feel so great. <laughs> And speaking of feeling good, let's move on to self-care. So what does self-care mean to you? And I feel we absolutely have to touch on skip school here. Right. Well, um, skip school is what I I started skip school uh, two and a half years ago in lockdown. Lockdown was busy for me. (laughs) I did not stop um, because I was, that's the way I dealt with it. And um, I was in a very focused place and uh, I was skipping a lot because I just started with my trainer before lockdown happened, before the pandemic even started. And I was going nuts, like everyone living with my parents over there, even though I was I was in a bubble. My flat was across the street. And then I just went out a few times and started skipping and realized that it was everything I needed that I didn't even know. I needed to move. I needed a moment to myself. I needed to like have fun. Like no one was having any fun. And it was actually really fun. It was like going out and having a dance. Um, when the park was our only club. So I was really like, okay, I think I'm on something. And then I realized I kept seeing people skip. Um, and then I just went nuts into it and just kind of got some friends together. And we just started making films about the community and giving them ropes. So well, that's what we've been doing for the last few years, but now we've turned it into ropes, which is uh, the company that I'm going to build because we're going to design our own skipping rope. And it's just about, it's about bringing like community and culture and vibe and, music to skipping skipping's kind of an often forgotten exercise and it's actually got a real history me and my team were looking into it the other day and it's like all these stories skipping is like ancient and it's so good for us to jump up and down to keep jumping up and down it keeps you young keeps you mobile and I think I I think it saved my life to be completely honest and I think that's the only way you can build something if it really is honestly it honestly did something for you that really you have to share. Like I just have to tell people and it's changed the way, you know, most of my immediate people, uh, most of them all skip now because of me. My dad lost three stone. He loves skipping. Now it's the most important thing in his life. Just through ropes and skip school, just people come up to me in the street. People message me constantly. So we're just trying to build it and build it. We've got some events coming up this summer and yeah, I'm just focused on changing the skipping rope forever because they suck to be honest. <laughs> and I know how to make them. They just—I don't want to say how I fix them, but I don't worry, Annie. I'm excited. <laughs> I cannot wait to get my hands on one. And you skip to a beat, don't you? You skip Absolutely. to music. 
It's really important because that's when the dancing element comes in and that's when it becomes sort of an active meditation. But whatever really helps you, but there's just this feeling that when you find your rhythm, which is the rhythm of the rope, the beat of the song and your heartbeat, and you just get into this absolutely divine meditative space. And actually what really helped me get through lockdown was I started a real spiritual practice and started looking at the practice of Buddhism and Rastafarianism and just anything because I was in hell and I was going through a lot and it really saved me. And I've kind of put that through everything that I do and, and the way I approach my body and my self care and everything has come from kind of leaning into spirituality when you don't know where else to look, when you don't know where else to turn. Me and my friend were talking about it the other day. We're like, what if we didn't find magic? What would we have done? And I swear to God, like, it just works. I don't mean just like manifesting. I mean, really living with deep belief and faith in what you do and how you live and how you treat people and what you want to give to the world changes everything in your life. And I think skipping led me to that place and continues to help me evolve in that place. So it's it's like, it's a core part of my life. And we'll be right back after this little aside on our series partner, Avon. With 137 years in the business, Avon has built its prestigious legacy on beauty innovation. Avon are passionate about creating products that embrace the latest trends and cutting edge technology. And then of course, there's their latest product, Avon's Power Eye Cream. Team it up with their Power Serum and you've got the ultimate power couple, which helped to restore years of collagen loss, boost your skin's collagen production and deliver up to seven powerful skin benefits in just seven days. So for smoother and firmer looking and more resilient peeling skin, shop with your Avon rep online at avon.uk.com or on Amazon. And your real, is that, would you say that is your source of self-care or do you have other things that you bring into that and other forms of relaxation or... Yeah, I mean, I love um, I love dancing. I dance around my house quite a lot. Um, I love playing pool, but that's different. <laughs> that's really how I relax. <laughs> that's how I really relax. But I think just in general, sports. Oh my god, sports! Um, I exercise a lot. I train a lot, but sports are number one for me. And I think a lot of people, again, don't think that sports are for them. We we we, we had a barbecue at my mum's house on back, this back holiday. And we have one of those wicked uh, nets that's got like, you know, the kind of uh, heavy base and it just stands there like that. And we played badminton, loads of people there. Me and my mates, a couple of people, we knew, we were, you know, we love sports. So we were playing. But like my cousin, Sasha, my friend said, they were like, oh, I'm not good at sports. I was like, just pick up the racket and just hit the shuttlecock. And they're both completely fine. And then eventually really good. And then eventually loving it. And I was just like, oh my God, I have to do this with ropes. Like I have to use ropes to explain to people that sports are for you. It's invigorating. And it's um, so deeply rewarding to get better at something and just the click of a bat to a ball. There's nothing like it for me. I love sport. And I guess as well for somebody, I mean, you know, people talk about meditative practices and I see obviously there's so many benefits in yoga, but I do yoga and think about my to-do list for the day and think about what emails I need to reply to at work. If you're skipping and having to keep your mind on this rope going round and round, or if you're on one side of the neck having to keep this shuttlecock off the floor, you can't think of anything else. And you're forced into this kind of one tab open situation that just is so peaceful and revitalizing, I guess. 
Yeah, this is exactly it. Isn't it just great? I feel like all we're looking for as people in the day is just a moment where we can switch off. And actually that looks different to how we think it does. Jumping up and down and focusing on a ball and how you're going to hit it and whether you're going to jump for it and whether you're going to go for it. I mean, I see playing sport like life metaphor constantly when I'm on the court. It's like, if I jump higher, I will get it. If I go for it, I will feel it more. Do you know what I mean? It's like, that's life. Be bigger, be braver and dive in. So it just, it all, it's all interconnected. And, and I always wanted to play sports. I always wanted to. And we came from, mom brought me up in West London. We had no money. I had a great life, but we didn't have any money. And I went to a school that didn't have any sports. And all my mates with money went to schools with like hockey and tennis and badminton. And I was so jealous. And I hated, I didn't know at the time, but I know now that I hated that because of where I was or wherever I was born or who I was, meant I didn't have access to it. So ropes is about showing that you can just start being active in your life with just a rope, having to get like, you know, weights um, or like equipment, like, you know, a tennis racket, all that stuff's quite expensive, but just get a rope. It just gets you into an active place and it opens you up to all the other things that you might want to do with your body and like your mind. I cannot wait to see more. Stay tuned, everyone. And now to bring bring you back to something less deep, um, <laughs> nails, Makita. Yeah, let's go from, let's go <laughs> from that to nail. <laughs> Don't you like my sleek, very sleek little segue? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now let's talk about your manicure now. I'm seeing bright barbiecore pink, right? Oh God, yeah, I guess it is a bit barbiecore. I, I wanted it. it. To, I wanted it to be a little bit. Um, I'm just. I love it. But I'm worried it's neon. I hate neon, but I like 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 pink, like bubble gum pink. I wanted. Um, so yeah, I'm really enjoying this. But usually, I'm really boring with my nails. Again, my mum is very out there with her nails, and most of it. So it's like Mabel and. Lily yeah like most of the like glamorous people in our family love like like long proper long nails I am not like that I have like short round I like really classic I just have like an American manicure every day every week and my mom's like you're so boring so this is me being mental (laughs) (laughs) an American manicure that's where it's like French but kind of blurred almost right yeah so it just looks like I find French a little bit too harsh the American is like cream instead of white tips and then it's blurred so it just looks like your nails are just very fresh and glossy which I love and I all I used to bite my nails for years 15 years I bit my nails so when I stopped I was like I want to get those manicures that make it look like you have those perfect like lady nails <laughs> I think that's why I still just get that like the elegant touch lady mm. <laughs> have you come across any good nail advice from your goatee pros or anything about nail care yes I use this um my mum's just moved to um to the suburbs which is a big deal she's lived in Clapton for like 30 years and they've just got this lovely house in this lovely area and we go to the local manicurist polished by joe shout out to polished by joe in wanstead she's so amazing and uh does this builder gel which has been so incredible for my nails have you ever used that yes god very good everything changed they're so strong now they were just breaking before and also because of work i have to have uh perfect nails all the time that means I have to get them done every two weeks. So they were just getting a bit tired and sad. So she's changed my life with Bill Chelsea. I love that stuff. What else? Oh, I sometimes do this like keratin treatment on my nails. They gave me this stuff that I put on. I put these little gloves on. <laughs> Quite weird. Oh, well done you. That's yeah. next level. Yeah. 
And then sometimes I take a lot of vitamin D because I get those white spots sometimes. So yeah, That's I guess I do look after my nails. Yeah, it's really good. And I have to be better with vitamins anyway. I always forget about vitamins. You're on it with your nails. I'm very impressed. I didn't even realize I was so on it. I guess I am. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um, and always for a light-hearted note to finish on, we check on the beauty blunder situation. So what's your biggest one to date? It's not really a blunder. Well, it's, I was going to talk about for years when I had a weave because that was like such a hard experience for me. And I think hair is so important to women. And, you know, it's quite interesting because I have a mother who always had hair, dreads and stuff. My mom's not bald. She just shaves her head. She likes having a shaved head. And have a mother who doesn't use her hair as beauty and never really has. She always just had like dreads. I've always been obsessed with my hair. So when I got into TV at 15, I had this long, lovely, curly, beautiful hair to like, to my, my bum. Um, I had to get a weave. Like they made, they they kind of hinted that I should get extensions. <laughs> and he- I was like, heavily suggested. Heavily suggested. So I was like, okay. And that lasted for about 10 years. And it was just utter hell. Because I think if you don't want something on your head, it's like it's, some girls look fantastic with weaves. Actually, a lot of um, girls these days usually have wigs and they're great and they're really groomed and everyone looks so slick at the moment. It's beautiful to see. But there was a time 10 years ago where it wasn't like that. It was just a lots of bad weaves. And I'm not a groomed person. I'm not like a hairnet. I definitely don't put scarves on at night like I should. And so my weave was like crooked because I just like didn't want it. And I felt like my all my power and energy was being trapped underneath it. So when I took that out five years ago and just plaited my hair like I did when I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, there is something so powerful to like go back to something that made you feel beautiful when you were a child. I think that I think that experience was me kind of fighting what beauty meant to me because I knew what beauty meant to me, but I was told it had to mean something else. So that was quite an interesting experience for me for so long. But a blunder would be this bloody makeup artist overplucked my eyebrows when I was 17 in a makeup chair for something. I can't remember what I was doing. It took so long for it to sort itself out. Like I'd say a year to really sort itself out. That's what that's how much she butchered me. I actually still have a scar here. And uh, I now really take care of my eyebrows because I think I'm really traumatized by that experience. Yeah, and I bet you don't let anybody else touch them, right? I have Nick at Arch in a um, box park in Shoreditch and she's amazing. Her and the lady that works with her, no one else can touch my eyebrows. And Natty, but no one else. That is absolutely fair. And you have a beautiful set of brows right now. <laughs> Thank you. So. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it took so long. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry you no. went through that. That's Please. awful. That's genuinely awful, though. It is because so, it's one thing. It's one thing saying, "Oh yeah, I overplucked my brows in my teens," but to have somebody else do it, right? To a teenager, I was like, "What, what were you thinking?" I mean, she just—I have good thick brows, and they were nothing. There was nothing there. There was like these pencil lines. Oh my god, it was awful. But we all got through it. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beauty Life Lessons from Grazia with me, Annie Vischer. Please keep listening for more episodes and listen back to previous episodes for some amazing guests sharing their top beauty tips. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. It really does make the difference to people finding us. See you next time.
And thanks again to Avon for supporting this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. Don't forget to shop their Skincare Power Couple, Renewal Power Serum and Renewal Power Eye Cream. And good news, Avon are currently running an offer until the end of June. Purchase both products for just £28 by speaking with your Avon rep or shopping online at avon.uk.com.